Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Surf Stories, the podcast brought to you by the Florida Surf Film Festival and Surfing's Evolution and Preservation Foundation. That's it. Yes. And uh, thanks to Surf Splendor Network for bringing this to you. We are very happy to bring on a new guest today. I sound like I'm doing the radio voice, don't I? No, it's good, man. Is, is it all right? Good. Okay. Yeah. I hate when the like the people on the news start talking with that fake voice you know the thing howard stern got rid of on the radio and made him famous yeah yeah exactly anyway so uh we are really happy to have luke cederman on the podcast today and if you haven't heard about him give us a little background john yeah uh luke cederman he has a, a web or a instagram site called the ragland surf report and i think it's the funniest thing in surfing like he's the funniest surf comedian going right now in my opinion well, he's making uh, poignant, funny sort of videos that we we all do. They're probably three, four minutes max in length, and you know some of them are shorter, but they uh, they're sort of self-effacing, but also like, oh my god, I I'm laughing out loud. I don't laugh out loud at much stuff these days. Yeah, no, they they're self-effacing, but also too, they're so right on the money. I know, like, yeah. He, when he does a video, you're either like, oh, shit, I've done that, or all my friends have done that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's where he gets his material from, too. You know, if you're if you're a good comedian, you'll pull yeah. all the shit you've done wrong you'll out and show it to the friends. world. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, what a wonderful guest to have and uh, explore the the mind of Luke Cederman because I always find stand-up comics and comedians funny. Anyway, he is, I don't care what he says, a comedian at heart. And with his own sort of one-man team, he, he directs, edits, puts all these funny videos together and makes my world a happier place. Absolutely. I got to admit, I was starstruck, man. Like, I was kind of fanning out over here. I didn't know what <laughs> to too. say to the guy. I was just like... Played golf with Slater last week, but uh, I think Luke Cederman kind of got me nervous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I wanted to try to be funny because I, I like to think of myself as funny, even though I'm not. But, yeah, I was, uh, I was definitely a fanboy. Okay, well... Noted. We're trying to get him here to Florida at some point. Uh, we're we're going to see what the budget looks like for 2023. But I mean, if uh, I mean, if you think you found Boyd out with him on video, I can't wait to see how oh, we. Well, God, I can't wait to see uh, what kind of parody video he does about Florida. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> there, there's so much content there. I know. Maybe we'll be listed as executive producers and also the <laughs> very butt of his joke, I would imagine. Yeah, no, but it was great to get to chat with him, and uh, despite what he says, he is a phenomenal surfer, and uh, I agree, we'll call it the Luke Cederman turn. Yeah, yeah, that is the Luke Cederman turn, you'll find out more about that. Uh, For uh, listeners of this podcast who enjoy uh, the format, um, he has his own podcast, and uh, I think he's been at it for a while now, 30 Yeah, I think 44, 45 episodes, and it's called the Ragland Surf Report with Luke. And it looks like you can find it on Spotify and Apple and all the places you find podcasts. Yeah, I hate to send people away from my own podcast, but uh, he is talented at that. And if you have an extra drive and you want to turn on uh, some New Zealand humor, I reckon you're going to find it. Yeah, no, I, I highly recommend it. The guy's hilarious, so give him a listen. Yeah, absolutely. Way to go on all your hard work, Luke. And uh, here's our chat with with the man, Luke Cederman. Oh, yeah. I'm going full fucking Barry White on you, baby. That's yeah, right. it's, it's, yeah, put a bass in there. It's quite nice. All right, first question is, did you see Derek Riley's post on that piece of property down on South Island? Uh, Yeah, I saw it, but I didn't read it because most of the beach grit stuff is just full of shit and I can't be bothered reading it. But um, I know, it's tiresome, right? Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff uh, in there that's all right, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I didn't read it. I I mean, I kind of just glanced over it and it was some guy selling a bit of land or I mean, in New Zealand, that happens every day, so I didn't really look into it. I hear you. No, it was certainly probably a plug for a friend, is my guess. And the, uh, you know, I would say the piece of property was kind of idyllic, really close to the ocean and like right near a a decent right-hander. They called it the in the title of the article, which... Like you said, full of shit all all the time. Yeah, clickbait, clickbait. Yeah. Yeah, Rick. Uh, you know, Rencon of the South. So yeah. I'm thinking, oh, that looks pretty good. Under a million bucks, five acres, or you know, that'll look pretty good to me. I was like, shit, maybe, maybe I'm gonna join Luke and uh, move my family down there and and uh, have a go. But uh, I think I'm stuck on uh, knee high, chest high, inlet ragers yeah, with sharks well, well the thing is there that that property it's um 
I mean, it's not in the middle of nowhere. Like there's there's waves in that, but it's pretty isolated. There's no one around there. Yeah, um, it's kind of looked that so, way. I mean, if you if you're looking at any form of social life whatsoever, any kind of stimulation of the mind, you're not going to get it there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Where do you live? Um, Raglan, which is similar, I guess probably. Is it really um, kind of remote? I mean, I know it's really. Nah, yeah. it's not. It's it's a two-hour drive from the biggest airport in New Zealand and the biggest okay. city. So, no, it's definitely not. Well, yeah, it seems like uh, if you're going to live somewhere in New Zealand, you're in the right spot. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's, um, I mean, I definitely can't complain. At yeah, all. your forehand looks good. Shit, but whatever. Fair enough. Yeah, we got the same situation here. So... Uh, well, I guess I'll just give you a little background. We started this uh, surf movie festival in 2013, and then we came into COVID with uh, a desire to kind of keep it going, like whatever stoke we're creating in the community. And uh, one of the things we thought was, well, we'll probably make some sponsors happy too by doing this, but we're going to have fun with uh, a podcast and talk to so some of the these great folks that we've had come visit the festival, show their movies and tell some stories and and most of all tell some stories because you know a lot of them that we hear around that dinner table there uh get lost forever you know nobody ever records them or anything and uh they're pretty good like some of them are really fun so we we've tried to get those people on the microphone during covid and it's worked out so far where i think we're 34 episodes in with kirby and courtney brown being the last yeah. I so say what you need to do maybe is like at these these um these dinners, these conversations, just hide a microphone somewhere. Absolutely. That's when you're gonna get the best, most candid stuff. <laughs> I'm actually true. thinking about like I've got a podcast, but I've been thinking about doing that, just like you know, guerrilla podcasting. Just turn up with like with a microphone or just set up some microphones in some places and you know, just feed people alcohol and you know, just kind of that's when you're gonna get the juiciest stuff. I don't know about the legality behind that, but it's probably worth a bit of a roll of the dice. That's for the lawyers to sort out. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know if we have them here. I, I, uh, I think your sponsor is probably one of the kindest. I, do you ever get gun shy on any of your topics with uh, Jack Links? I mean, do, do they ever say, whoa, dude, hold on? Not yet. Nah. That's great. Nah, pretty good, actually. Um, they kind of just let me. You know, they, they've somehow uh, formed this kind of, um, there's like a, a trust that they have uh, with me and yeah. they just kind of just let me do whatever I want, which is perfect because it will be a bit difficult trying to do what I do, but then having to, you know, try and get it over the board with, you know, um, I don't know, some people in an office or something like that. So, yeah, um, yeah, no, they're pretty, pretty good with it, actually. They just let me do what I do. That's amazing, man. I mean, the stand-up yeah, paddle, uh, that's a great sponsor to have. The stand-up paddle thing was hilarious. The the giant sculpture on the beach was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well done. Well, that man. was an oldie, but um, I just kind of realized that I hadn't um, touched on the, the subject of stand-up paddleboarding in, in quite some time. So I thought I'd just, you know, just repost that just to say that, you know, I'm still thinking about you guys, you stand-up paddleboarders. You're still, <laughs> you're still up here somewhere. <laughs> Uh, and I need to I need to touch on that subject again because um, we we can never forget them. No, that's absolutely true, man. Uh, you have uh, pleased us, but also the the crowd at Florida Surf Film Festival with your humor. Um, 
we've had you on the big screen with the sunshine coming out of your ass or whatever your mate's name was that had the sunshine coming out of his ass. I oh, think. that was a that was a very random video that one. Was, yeah, uh... I don't know why it just got me. It <laughs> got me. That was fantastic. And then uh, yeah, the other night John and I were uh, recouping after. I mean, we spent two nights in a in a condo on the beach riding out the hurricane with Kirby and Courtney and. Uh, didn't know if this festival was going to happen. Didn't know if we'd have power, electricity, and hilarious, uh, you know, stuff going on around. But anyway, we finally make it to this the sobering event, which was, was I say kind of sobering because, you know, you know, we don't know how the audience is always going to react. They don't always laugh, but when your video goes up, it's a guarantee. And uh, we we got some really good laughs out of that. So thank you. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's one thing I've never actually done is like watched any of my stuff um, in front of any people at all. Because um, I'm pretty much just like I hang out in Raglan and like kind of just by myself uh, making my stuff. So I, I have no idea what people even think of it really. And then I'll throw it out there. And so, yeah, I that know. was kind of like, people enjoy it though. that's kind of my first question is uh, how I mean, first of all, that would be a good idea. I mean, you don't want to sit in there self-congratulate. It's kind of best if you let other people do it like us. But it'd be cool if if you could stand back there a few times and just take in the laughter because it works. I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, see, most of the filmmakers that come to the festival, that's the thing that they say is the most rewarding is watching other people watch their film and react in a way that they had hoped people would react um, some guys are a little more touchy than others. Some guys, you know, if they don't laugh at the right place, they, they get their feelings hurt. But most of the filmmakers come through and they treat it as a learning experience. They look at it and they go, this is how the audience reacted to this and this and this. And, um, they take that and learn from it and go forward and when they're working on their next film and everything. But yeah, I, I think you'd be pretty pleased because, uh, it's just nothing. It's nothing but hilarity. And John, John and I it, are looking for it all night. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so yeah. Have, have you been funny your whole life? Oh, I don't, I don't really consider myself funny. I just, you know, I just, uh, I, I like talking shit and about different topics and subjects. And um, I don't know. I guess the intent is to try and, and amuse and entertain but um ugh, i don't know it's kind of a weird thing being funny because then you know people expect you to be funny and then they they meet you and it's like oh I'll be funny and it's just like well, i'm not gonna can't just be funny i just am what i am and if you find me funny then that's what it is but i'm not like i'm not trying to be funny oh, it's fucking yeah. weird you know what i mean but, no um, yeah exactly it is uh you you've achieved a a minor level of uh humor funny guy celebrity in the surf world for sure because you know when i was coming into this podcast i'm thinking i hope he doesn't feel like he has to be funny you know i mean i'm sure will farrell and chris farley every friggin' interview they ever did was uh you know oh, god these guys are gonna expect me to be funny and here we go so um but the straight interview of of who you are is why we're here today we wanted to find out you know more about you maybe get a surf story out of you um good trip bad trip uh hellish you know conditions or fantastic conditions or maybe it's your your first trip sorry guys am i gonna 
do not disturb from my old lady calling through. She's hang on. There's my son. <laughs> I this just is extremely unprofessional. I know. I just I just literally hung up on my son for Luke Cederman. That's how <laughs> devoted I am. It's you good. guys yeah, you got some priorities for the priorities. Podcast. Yeah. Right good. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So the uh um back to the point is I want to hear more about you because I know your background a little bit. You're really good surfer, but why don't you take it away and just give us a little background? Where what city are you from? Give us the goods. Oh, whoa. I mean, geez, how long's a piece of string? Um uh I'm from Raglan, which is a small town of population of about 5,000, which, as I said before, is about a two-hour drive south of Auckland, which has a population of 1.5 million people, and a lot of them do that two-hour drive to come down here to share share these beautiful waves with myself and uh, all the other people who reside here. Um, but, yeah, it's a good, you know, a good wave. probably one of the most, or, no, definitely the most um well-known wave or town in, in, in New Zealand in terms of surfing. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just grew up here and uh, I'm a goofy footer. So love going left, never go right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of got all right at surfing. And then, I don't know, now I'm almost 40 and I'm trying to surf as much as I can, but then I get gout and then that stops me from surfing. And then... Um, and then I just drink too much. I'm getting overweight, so that's in the way. Um, <laughs> that's, I mean, in a nutshell, that's basically who I am. Um, I don't really explain anything then. No, but, you uh, did fine. I think that did you compete? I can't. I, I think you did at one point, right? Oh, not really. Uh, just like in local events, regional events. Uh, yeah. Because being from New Zealand is not. Well, there's no surf industry. Like it doesn't. It doesn't really exist. Um, so there's not a lot going on in terms of, you know, surfing events and, um, you know, progressing further towards a, a professional surfing career. If that's the path that you are looking to take, uh, there right. are some people who can do it. Um, there's a handful of guys who have been doing pretty well, but, um, even then it's, it's, it's not hard. And I don't know, it's, it's not, there's not really a lot of younger talent as well. So. Um, the whole competitive surfing thing here is, yeah, I don't know. People probably give me shit for saying this, but it, it's not very good. It kind of sucks. So now for us in Florida, we end up a lot of times being kind of like a farm league for surf talent. And so you get any kid that shows any kind of promise. Um, they usually, the first thing they do is pull them out of school and put them in homeschool. And then if they really do have some, uh, some talent, then they immediately, the family moves them to California because that's where the surf industry is based. Do you guys find that in New Zealand? Like if a kid has talent, you ever see like a family pack up and move them to like the gold coast or anything like that of Australia? Cause that's where it's all based there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that probably happens. Not, not too often though. Um, but yeah, I've seen that with, with some families that have taken their kids over to the, the gold coast. Cause that's kind of where the, you know the australasian hub of surfing is um but yeah yeah i'd say that would that that would be the closest thing to what what you've got going on over there uh because it's pretty hard to to do much you kind of have to go to australia if, when you're younger to you know progress as a uh, professional surfer i guess yeah fair enough obviously that 
was not what I did. Um, but uh, you uh, have a hell of a top turn, my friend. I'm just, I mean, I know you've been told this, but uh, your filmmaking skills are matched only by your uh, beautiful turns. Yeah, well, um, yeah, thanks. Uh, I think that's um, obviously it comes with many years of surfing, but also being a hundred and I think I'm 106 kg. So what's that, 235 pounds or something like that? Yeah, um, right here too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, people are just like, oh, you know, you're just doing those those turns because you're big, man. I've seen a lot of fat people that can't <laughs> turn a fucking surfboard, you know. And so I'm just saying it's that it's the the combination you know of of uh strength athleticism yeah. size and skill you know uh, i'm not saying all of those but i think if you get a couple of those together you can do like you know somewhat impressive surfing turns um so i'm kind of lucky that i've got some of those attributes which allow me to do a bit of a bit of you know put it on rail um Magic. and also like i can't do ears anymore because of my size so i just kind of have to focus my surfing on that one aspect do you ever do you ever like grunt your way through a potential air these days just for the fuck of it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I still love doing airs, but okay. um, I just do them less. Uh, yeah, I think when I was in Indonesia, um, like a month ago, whatever it was, my whole my goal the whole time was, you know, I was doing turns and shit like surfing good waves, but I just wanted to land one air, and I just could not do it. Um, <laughs> and then I, I think in my last couple of days, I just did some shit little air reverse, and I was just like. Yes, and it was just the lamest thing to be stoked on. But like, as someone who's nearing their forties, and like I said, one hundred and five kgs, even to achieve like a little goal, like some shit little air, was just, you know, I, I was actually quite stoked just to know that I can still do them. Yeah, no, no, that's that is funny because that one rail turn that you posted the sequence of with the giant fan, like that's the sickest fucking turn ever. Yeah. There's, I saw a ton of comments on it talking, calling you Pete Mendia yeah. and Aki and different, you know, all these different platitudes. But it's uh, that is funny to hear that, you know, I do the same thing. You get you get stoked on something that is a personal goal, even though it's probably yeah. not the best thing you do. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fucking bullshit. Always people just like, oh, Pete Mendia, you know, blah, 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 all good. He says good in that. But like, no one was just like, yeah, that's a fucking Luke Sederman turn. No one said that. No one said that's a Luke Sederman turn. I'm like, they will now, man. Because that's me. And so they're just trying to compare me to all these other people. And I was like, come on, give me give me some respect here. Like, that's a fucking Luke Sederman turn. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God, but, dude. Yeah. Your, uh, your projects continue to make us laugh. But, I mean, you also have some pretty... Uh, well, I mean, that's the whole point of satire. I mean, you've moved maybe from parody to satire, and then in 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 there, the the gender uh, video you posted, I don't know, it was a couple of weeks ago, or or something, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah was, was that Anastasia in the video with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Absolutely that was, uh, hilarious. That, that was that was pretty fun to do that one because uh, she hit me up and she was like, "Oh, what are you, what are you doing? I'm coming to Bali. Do you want to shoot something or whatever?" And I was just like, "Yeah, sweet." And then um, I think that was like my last day there and I just pitched this idea to her and I was like, what do you reckon about this? And she was like, yeah, sweet, all good. Oh my she, God. Was, she was cool. She was cruisy as. And uh, yeah, and then so I just like, I don't know. I got all these ideas like all the time and I've written stuff down that I, you know, it might've been a year or two ago that I've probably had that idea, but then I think, okay, now I can use it. And then um, so I whipped that one up, which was, um, it was fun, but it was, it was quite funny too. Cause like, 
there was a um i don't know if you saw i did a follow-up video to that um where i apologized yeah. to all the the poor <laughs> oppressed um white men who um who felt uh who, who felt <laughs> offended that i had um i had i had done something about um you know women in the surf so i had to yeah. apologize to them and <laughs> yeah that was funny that was an eye-opener that was an eye-opener oh my god i i bet it was uh so accurate it could not have been more accurate all of that shit has come out of my mouth unfortunately at some point in my life oh, to some i'm guilty of it too yeah oh my god and I just I think about all the people that had to put up with me in the past and it's it's uh, embarrassing but um but wonderful job on that one because uh it did actually kind of you know, obviously it's very good so uh well, I, think I it heard... struck a nerve with some people that that was that was the problem that they were having oh yeah well fuck fuck off if you if you strike a nerve on that one that was it was it could not have been more accurate so this oh, book that you've got, do you have it on your computer in the notes section or do you have it like in a real book that you write them down in or how does that work? Oh, uh, just, yeah, on, on my notes, on my computer and on my phone and that. So I just, yeah, if I run out of ideas and I'll just scroll through there, I think it's like 3000 notes or something. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a bit difficult because it's just, you know, I'm just like, I have to scroll through and there's so much shit on there and then there's like, there's notes that say eggs, milk, you know, like shopping lists and stuff like that. <laughs> right, so yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a bit tricky, but, you know, sometimes I'll stumble across an idea that I had, you know, sometimes, you know, maybe I was out partying and I was a bit pissed or something and I had some idea and, like, oh, shit, that'll work now, so I'll use that. But, um, yeah, it's quite handy. About, do you have a crew of one or are we talking, tr yeah, or uh, do you have a, a an old faithful friend that's uh, helping you produce? um no i yeah pretty much i do everything but then i'll get like obviously like i'll get people in to help you know act or whatever it is yeah i mean everybody you use uh plays it straight i'm how many takes are you doing it, it seems like that everybody that you involve is really on point too i don't know it's Gee, really i do yeah. think so like either I'll, your I'll buddy sure i tell them all that yeah, your buddy in the yeah. Surfline video, fucking hilarious, man. I mean, I, I know, yeah, I know you did two of them, but like there was one that you shared with us that we showed at the festival. Is yeah, the surf forecast one where you're roll, looking at the eight yeah, ball yeah. and rolling the dice. Um, could not have been. I mean, that guy played it so well. So yeah, no, anyway. he's, he's he's good. He's good. He loves doing it too. So I usually try and rope him in. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's usually a couple of other people that I'll hit up and try and get them to do it. But then I've got other friends I've I've always tried to rope in. I'm like, come on, man, be in a video, be in a video. You'll you'll be great. And they're just like, oh. And then they'll just, you know, they're not too sure about it. And then I'll make one and it'll, and it'll be really, you know, it'll be good or whatever. And they'll be like, oh, you, sh you should have got me that one. It's like, for fuck's sake. Like, yeah. either in or not, don't sit on the fence. So, yeah, because yeah, I think some people obviously like, Putting yourself out there can be a little bit difficult for some people, but I'm, I'm used to it now because I've been doing it for ages. So I don't really give a shit, but I guess for some people to, you know, put themselves out there in a video, it's, um, it can be a little bit daunting, I guess. Oh yeah. As soon as you turn the camera on, it, it changes things for some folks and me included oh, in the past, kind of gotten used to this podcast thing, but at first I was a little timid, you know, I mean, you, you, you have to kind of grow into it, right, John? Absolutely. All right. Well, all right. So this is all good stuff. It's a one man crew, a tripod or five, I'm sure. Um, you use an iPhone. What are you using to shoot these things? 
Um, oh, hold on. I've got it here. Uh, uh, Sony something or other. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got a couple That's... of Sonys and just a bunch of lenses and shit. Um, I don't know, pretty straightforward stuff. But yeah, they're just good because you can, it gives you a, a, like an option to make stuff that looks really good as well. Like uh, most yeah. of the stuff I could just shoot on a phone, but um, some stuff like I need like better, better gear to, I don't know, make it look nicer. Fair enough. I would imagine you got to have uh, a little thought about lighting and audio uh, lavaliers and things like that. If you want it to sound somewhat professional, I mean, how often are you miking people up for these things? Oh, uh, pretty much every time. Yeah, um, I figured I can tell the qualities there. Yeah, because one thing I um, I noticed early on is that you got to have decent audio, otherwise it's just like uh, audio. Like obviously, for something with a bunch of dialogue, is one of the most important things. But um, I used to just um, I used to just have the 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 old cell phone, the iPhone, and just put it like in a pocket or something. Yeah, you know, and sync up the audio with the camera, but that became a pain in the ass. And then um, got these uh these Rode things. Have you seen these ones? The wireless mics. Awesome. Uh, that's cool. I need to look into that. I I don't know much yeah, about things. filmmaking other than yeah. basics. That's cool. All right. And you are uh, just attaching them to the camera, and they feed the yeah. You take them in here, and then connect it to the camera, and then you've got like a a couple of wireless receivers and you can put Beautiful. that mic stuff. Insane. Really All right. Good deal. When you're hiring for a small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. And there's no faster or effective way than through LinkedIn jobs. Your time and capital are precious, and there is a powerful resource that can help you focus on what you're good at and integrate people into your team seamlessly to help grow your business. LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to find the right professionals for your team efficiently and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. Everyone is already on LinkedIn with their resumes and references, and now LinkedIn has designed a hiring platform to connect you with candidates specifically qualified for the job that you post about. More than a billion professionals meticulously organized to connect people by skill set to help us all advance our position. 2.5 million businesses already use LinkedIn for hiring, and 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's that fast, easy to use, and effective. LinkedIn Jobs can help you write job descriptions, filter the right person to you, and give you the tools to help you interview them like a pro. LinkedInjobs.com surf is where you go to post your job for free. Yes, totally free that's linkedinjobs.com slash surf to post your job for free terms and conditions apply right on do you have a filmmaking background did you come out of that industry at all uh nah not really yeah. um uh, i did like i studied film for like a year year or two but um i don't i don't really like studying so i stopped doing that <laughs> um, and then I picked up doing this stuff maybe like five years ago or something. I'd always been into like editing and and filmmaking and all that sort of thing, but then yeah, a few yeah five five six years ago, I was just like, ah, oh, I want to you know make my own little videos, make a little series, I guess. The uh, last one where you're 
you're forcing your buddies to watch, including uh, you're playing the same character, but what the fuck did I do to deserve this guy sitting on the couch in the home video? Uh, again, guilty. Fucking done that to my friends. I, I think, everyone's done dude, it. Everyone's I, I've spent 40, 80 hours on these home videos thinking to myself, this is quality. There should be an award for this. And it's my buddies are going to enjoy it. They're gonna, look at that spray. And that kind of thing. Again, you just nail the sensibility of every one of us. And uh, we all either fall apart in laughter or uh, walk away in shame. And uh, God, man, you're just absolutely crushing it. So I just want to say congratulations on this venture of yours because it's obviously hugely successful, man. And it's fun. So thank you. Appreciate that. It's good good to hear. Good to hear. And like I said, like most of the time, I'm just like, you know, hanging out at home or whatever. So you know, and the only real feedback I get is just like comments on Instagram and that. So it's actually nice to like talk to some people and um, you know, just uh, really just soak in the the praise. Really good, just, good. Yeah, you should absolutely. Yeah. Uh, how would you feel about coming to Florida to visit for a festival sometime? Um, yeah, I've always wanted to go to Florida. Um, I'm just saying that to be nice. I, I really wanted to go to Florida. But yeah, yeah, no, I do. Nobody wants to come to Florida. No, I know. I was like, that's why. I mean, you have to ask somebody if they want to come to Florida, right? I mean, I fucking get it. But uh, we would, you know, if you're in a pinch, let's say it's a season where the waves look just dismal. And I don't know if that happens in Ragland or not, but uh, we, yeah. would love, we would love to have you out here one time. We this, Consider this an invite. If you see something in your 12 to 24 month horizon where you're like, I think I could do a couple weeks in America. Well, uh, I need to, I need, I need to go to the States. Um, Cause I haven't been there since I was like very young. So yeah, I really want to go back there and, you know, just meet some people and just, you know, schmooze around, maybe yeah. make uh, a few videos. <laughs> I um, think you could. With- <laughs> It would be an idea generator for sure. And obviously, if you don't already have ideas on how to make fun of Americans, you're going to get a few while you're here. Uh, what about... Oh, I'm uh, sure that can't be too difficult. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. What about uh, family? You have a family It's tough to leave or are you solo? Can you get over here without like worrying about people back home? Um, oh, I made the wise decision of not having children uh, many years ago and I've uh, been sticking, sticking by that. And so far, it's, it's working out really fucking good. I have so much freedom. Like, it, it's it's awesome. And it's kind of like that That point's reiterated, like, every day that I, that I hang out with my friends or, or my my siblings that have children. And, and you know, I love, the, love all the, you know, my nieces and, and all that sort of thing. But, geez, it's good not having your own. Um, so, yeah, my, I'm pretty flexible with that. And, I mean, you know, maybe years down the track, I'll... I'll regret that decision when I'm lonely by myself and uh, have no, no grandchildren or children. But whatever, you know, that's fucking future Luke can figure that out. So, <laughs> right. um, no, I'm, exactly. I'm pretty flexible actually. It's good to be flexible. Then uh, we'll we'll probably be reaching out to you at some point and uh, love to have you come over. Um, you have any good surf stories from your your life, surf trips or whatever in, in mind that uh, come up? We can always like pause and cut this shit out if you want to take a minute but john and i always kind of put people in the hot seat and we don't give them any prompts at all which is not very nice but first surf no, trip well, that's, 
that's the way to do it though isn't it that's the way to do a podcast is have like a you know a free-flowing conversation um i think so i don't know it's uh surf stories fuck yeah but no you, you definitely have put me on the spot though i must say yeah no doubt and I've we been were surfing well over like i reckon i've surfed probably over a thousand times so to try and think back into one of those <laughs> minimum thousand times for something interesting that's happened um i can't yeah nah i mean there's there's never been anything like no like kind of defining moment while i've been surfing that's kind of changed my outlook on life or anything like that um although well, i good. did almost drown last week but then in saying that i am being overly dramatic i just um i snapped my leash and i'm not very fit at the moment so i i did my life did flash before my eyes um ever so briefly but i managed to like get my board i caught up to my board because i thought i was actually like i was actually scared for my life because it was it was probably like double overhead probably triple quadruple overhead you know hamming up the story Holy but shit. <laughs> um, it, was, uh, it was like but it was it was too big for me is what i'm saying yeah and um and i snapped my leash and then um yeah I, I just i was just lucky uh, I don't believe in a higher higher being or whatever, but if there was, they were looking out for me that that day because my surfboard was just floating about two three meters away from me, and I was I was able to swim up to it and catch it. And um, but yeah, I mean that's not a very good story, but that's the the most recent. That was actually my last surf, so that's probably why it's um, just <laughs> on my mind. I take it it was at home then, eh? uh it was up in uh auckland which is the city of 1.5 million people um but about- yeah there's, there's decent surf up there too so anyone who's thinking about coming into new zealand there's other places that you know get waves not just raglan good good yeah exactly and uh wow it sounds like it was it was big and obviously flight of the concords uh any influence there from their brand of comedy or any are you a fan? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I really like what what those guys do. Um, I don't know. I just yeah. I, it's but it's it's very New Zealand. Like um, I guess we're kind of sort of dry, understated sort of people, you know. So a lot of the times, like the 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 humor thing or whatever, is just it's not really like a, an intent to to be funny or, or you know it's just kind of a natural thing you know because we kind of just understate things whereas i think um yeah like like you americans and that you're like you're very you're much more sort of sort of animated and um like you know if you get an a, american telling a story it's all very you know it's all smoke and mirrors and you know whoa you know very loud and stuff but like with well, the new zealander it's just a bit more um understated you know and casual that makes yeah, sense i i do i love that uh that tone and effortless comedy is always funnier when than somebody trying to be funny and in fact i think you know the lack of comedies on the big screen in the last four or five years and and even on tv and tv drama nobody really sets out to make comedies you don't have any old school or wedding crasher movies really coming out and they're too risky people you know the yeah, studio well, spends a lot of money on them so yeah, the fact that, that's know. what i think that's what i think too they are they are becoming a little bit too risky like um yeah studios that are probably just like oh you know don't want to touch that just in case it offends someone and then if you 
can't like tiptoe that line it's going to be shit and it's not going to be funny so there's no point even making it um that is a that is the tough spot you know i mean you leave it to basically stand-up comedians who uh can walk as close to that line as anybody before they're canceled or whatever you know but um the uh the hope is that everybody lightens up a little bit and uh you're well on your way to helping people uh in that regard so i think it says a lot, man. There's not a lot of funny content out there. I can't remember the last time we showed a funny surf movie other than Spencer Sterling's Gold, which was gold. I thought it was really, really great. And, uh, you know, it's just, it doesn't happen anymore. So um, we want to say collectively, thanks again and uh, keep up the hard work. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. You know, thanks for having me. Um, have you, did you see uh, Sterling's latest um, venture? into uh it's, it's kind of it's like a podcasty sort of thing have you seen that yeah, oh yeah the back of the van yeah. i i love uh i love it the pinch my salt i think is the name of his work and it's yeah. it's definitely a great it's a great parody of of, of everything that i mean he, he's just he's smart he knows how to make people laugh too he, he cracks yeah. me up oh, he's awesome. yeah he really is um all right we'll uh keep up the good work for all of us we're going to send out an invite to you at some point um try to get you over here for a few beers and good surf movies and then you can kind of go cruise around on your own and make fun of us yeah for sure when's your guys uh festival we do it four times a year we have uh february four times a year. Sure. yeah so like the competitive year if you call it we we do give awards at the end of the year but so because nobody can sit down for five nights and watch surf movies in a row. It would yeah, that's, that's be mad. Yeah. So we do one night in February, two nights in June, one night in August, and then two nights in November and uh, kind of spread it out nicely. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's not bad. And then, you know, we'll pick a season where the waves are hopefully good here and not good where you are. And then you don't give up anything and, well, you got to go over to California for a couple of weeks too, I'm sure. And yeah, yeah. To be honest, I, I surf once every three weeks, so I mean that doesn't really bother me. I hear you. <laughs> I know I'm getting there myself. Well, uh, I've always wanted to visit Raglan, so uh, when and if we ever get down there, we'll uh, we'll pay you a visit for sure. And uh, in the meantime, thanks again for sharing your time this morning. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, give me a yell if you're over here. You know, always needing more people in the lineup. <laughs> all right man thanks a lot luke take care dude all right cheers guys all right man. all right i don't think that guy can not be funny it's it's absolutely true because the parts that when we were talking to him i thought were hilarious and coming out just like normal conversation for him were in fact upon re-listening I, I i went back and listened to pieces of it with you just a minute ago yeah and uh, we were laughing our ass off yeah so it's just like it's like a fine wine the brother gets uh, funnier with time yeah and he's just one of those people that like there are certain comedians that just are funny and they don't even try to be uh, and, no. or maybe they're trying i don't know it seems effortless for him it's so new zealand though isn't it yeah he's right yeah that is that is very much what i would imagine Yes. So 
Do you want to go to New Zealand sometime? I've always wanted I know, to go to New Zealand, man. Wainui. How could you not? Yeah. There's so much good, beautiful surf there. What's holding us back? Money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And a, and a job. It's weird because we're almost millionaires from this podcast. I know. That's right. Good point. Well, I tell you, uh, the the discussion with Luke was was great. Uh, when he comes here, we'll hopefully have to sit him down for a little few few more comments and uh, get his take on some movies or something. We'll call it the the Raglan Surf movie review or something. Hopefully, oh my God, that'd be hilarious, right? The, <laughs> to watch him critique surf movies would be amazing. Yeah, it's like Mystery Science Theater three thousand <laughs> with Luke Seaman. <laughs> All right, so uh, one thing I want to plug, thank you, Luke, uh, is uh, moving on from that, uh, Cold Water Eden, my uh, good friend and uh, former big wave surfer, father of two, Bundoran, Ireland local, Richie Fitzgerald, has come out with a book. and uh, Former podcast guest. Former podcast guest, thank you. And uh, it's called Cold Water Eden. I uh, have written a short review for the surfers journal of it and uh, i won't spoil it but it's good um really good and i think you guys john you have a copy now by your bedside do you i do i unfortunately have not started it yet but it is on the bed stand and uh it will be started soon it's hard to put down i know uh you know i'm trying to be unbiased and uh but i can't I, i can't lie to you it is hard to put down it's a good book and richie knows how to turn a phrase He's engaging. Uh, his history uh, is profound. I mean, just the impact he had on Irish surfing is unreal. And I still can't believe uh, how wonderful of a person he is at the root of it all. So, yeah, he's got this great book out. It's called, again, Cold Water Eden. You can find it uh, online somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, pick it up for a Christmas present. Absolutely. What a great read. Yeah. For any any surfer will enjoy that. Um, go ahead and pick it out. I, th- I think you guys would uh, love it. Give it a try. If you don't like it, um, sorry, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, we just want to thank some sponsors. Um, I mean, obviously, Monster Energy, the presenting sponsor of the Florida Surf Film Festival. Love what those guys help us accomplish. Um, bringing filmmakers and surfers uh, to the festival. And then, of course, Rourke and Globe and Red Dog, Yeti, um, all those great sponsors that we have for the festival. Just want to like to say thanks to those guys. Yeah, we had a good year. 2020 was fantastic. I mean, between... 2020? Pe- 2022. Yeah. <laughs> 2022 was amazing for filmmakers. We had Peter Hamlin, Ben Gravy, uh, Dick Metz. Uh, ben Wyland. Ben Wyland. Ben Gulliver. Uh, ben Gulliver. I mean, the list goes on. We just had November with Jack Coleman. Brown Brothers. And, uh, Kirby and, and Courtney Brown. So by now, hopefully you've listened to that podcast. So uh, thanks for listening. Our uh, We couldn't do it without our sponsors, Surfing's Evolution and Preservation Foundation, um, and many more. So check out our website for further details. And thanks for listening. Yeah, and I mean, next Florida Surf Film Festival coming up February 4th. We'll have some... Great movie announcements here over the holidays. Let you know what we're showing. But, yeah, we're excited about getting started for next year for our 10-year anniversary. Absolutely. Look for two more podcasts in December, folks, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers.